subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. We are excited that you are here with us. And we're going to talk about some fun stuff here. A very important element today that helps you build the relationships that actually lead to business. We're going to talk about what this element is and how crucial it is to your business. But before we dive into that, if you're new, welcome. We're excited to have you. Go check out our community on Facebook. Go to Facebook, search for The Ninja Selling Podcast, hop in there, approaching 15 or over 15,000 people right now who can help guide you if you're looking for that or if you just want to have some camaraderie and community around Ninja. Um, you can find it there. And there's a wide range of people's knowledge and experience with Ninja in that group from multiple installations and decades of experience doing systems to they just discovered Ninja, perhaps through the podcast, which is we're always ex happy to be the first place on your journey along the Ninja path. But if you also want to learn more about what we can do to help you in your business, if you want to learn more about coaching, head over to ninjacoaching.com or ninjaselling.com. Click the tabs there and you can also find the trainings for Ninja Selling there too. Garrett, Good morning to you, sir. The intro felt long, man. I I, I was like, it did feel long. Yeah, was, I'm happy to have you, man. We're happy, I'm happy to be part of the conversation. I was adding more stuff, really? uh, I guess, today. But sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's short. Today you got me. You got a long one. All right. <laughs> well, you. This is a topic I think you brought up. We've had it on the list for a while, and I've been really excited to talk about it. And it's just kind of been the right the right time to bring it up, which is trust, man. Trust is so yeah. overlooked in everything that we do, and you brought this on the table and I'm like, we need to talk about this because a lot of people yeah. don't understand that this is a critical factor in why they're being successful or they're not. Well, I, I don't know if it was me or if it was you, but I think it got rekindled. I just read Steve Scholl's book, which everybody is like, a lot of my clients like, you have to read The Full Fee Agent, right? Which is Steve Scholl and Chris Voss. And um, it feels weird giving a shout out to Steve since he is a competitive real estate coach, but it's okay. We talk about no like and trust, Garrett, right? That's the element of like how people people do business with people they know like and trust and are in flow with. But what is trust? We talk about no and like, we can qualify that, right? That's pretty easy. But how do we qualify the trust factor, right? How do we really know if someone truly trusts us? And I guess you could say, well, like, would I leave my keys to Garrett to my house if I'm going away on vacation? It's like, okay, but can you test that theory? And what are the things, what are the actions we can do to build trust with people? So let's talk about it. Well, and I, and I, I think that the part that I am fascinated by about this idea of trust or this theory of trust is that trust is something that a lot of people, when they're building a business and growing a business, they expect people to trust them. You know, they, they kind of think like, you know, well, everybody's going to trust me with their business, trust me with their most important, you know, thing that they own, the most amount of money that they typically are going to move in their lifetime, their family, where their family is going to live. Like, we just kind of get this, like, assumed thing that we've got that with them. Mm -hmm. And trust is one of those things you, you can't buy. You can't fabricate or manufacture. It's not about how many postcards you send. It's not about how often you pick up the phone and call them. And I don't understand why they didn't do business with me because I call them all the time. <laughs> we hear this all the time. Like, you know, I applied to Ninja Systems and, and I did not getting the results that I want to get. And I think this is overlooked so often, Matt, this idea of do the people trust you? And trust is earned. 
Trust is something that you grow over time. The people that look at you and say, I trust that person, that is not something that just falls out of thin air. It is something that you earn by showing up and being that person that they can trust over and over and over again. And what what happens is a little long-term safety that they have with you. They have this safe place where they know they know they can come to you for answers. They know they can come for you in confidence. They know that they can trust what you're going to say and that your word you can stand by. All these things lead into a huge part of what makes Ninja work. And if that element is broken or if it's not earned, you can do a lot of these systems and you can show up in a lot of ways trying to see if you can outperform it by the amount of crap we send them. And that's not really necessarily the way that it works. That might've been a little harsh on that. <laughs> but, but I find that a lot of people try to make up for it. And Matt, we just, we see it all the time. It's it, yeah. you can get by with some results, but man, when the trust is earned, this is one of those things that just makes it just skyrocket. Well, and there's different levels with it, but ultimately trust will override knowledge and even potentially quote, performance, particularly in the game of real estate, because here's the thing, and we've talked about this before, no one can go back and do it again. I don't really know if Garrett would have done a better job of selling my house than Sally, because I didn't hire Garrett, I hired Sally, right? And I also don't know from the get-go, unless there's like staunch differences in performance, which sometimes that can factor in, but that'll lead into the trust thing. And Steve talks about this in the book, which is, you know, these agents that have the best presentation, the best consultation, all the right things to say. And they go in and they're like, man, I nailed that listing consult. I'm totally getting this listing. And then they don't. And they're like, well, what happened? It's like, well, they just didn't trust you as much as the other person. It didn't mean they didn't like you. It didn't mean they didn't love what you had to say. It didn't even mean that they didn't think you could perform better than the other person. They just trust that other person that much more. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It can be a little. And it's not a distrust of you. And I think that's an interesting thing to bring right. into this, Matt. It's not like I trust them, I don't trust you. It's that- Yeah, it's not a it's not a binary. I trust this person a little bit more. Yeah, it's just like that little bit. And this is where the relationships come in, which is why the Ninja system is so great. Like, yes, we need to have the consultation. We need to know the numbers. We need to have a a great way of showcasing how well we do our job. But that's not what's going to build the trust, right? The autoflow and all the stuff, that's going to build the relationship and make sure that we're in people's lives. But it's the in-person conversations. It's getting to know somebody and showing up for them in little tiny ways around that that actually start to build that trust. And here's the other thing, how you show up in those moments? Are you paying attention? Is your energy right? Like those are those little things, Garrett, that I always find. Because have you ever had the experience where like you meet somebody and you're just like instant, oh man, I trust this guy. Or the other way, instant like, I don't know, right? Because you can sense their energy. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, Well, I'll I'll say the, the first time we met, was a level of like, this This is somebody that I just resonate with, I trust, I don't have to worry about it. Like that, so I, yes, 100%. Thank you. Same, ditto. But you had to say that. I understand. But, well, I mean, I, I couldn't be like, yeah, well, it's not so much yeah. with you. Man. It, I mean, it uh, took me a little bit, took me a little <laughs> while. I had to come around. <laughs> so we know the feeling, right? And this is where it's hard to quantify this because you you don't know. and But we can probably figure it out, Yeah, right? We could probably figure out where is our level of trust with people 
in terms of how are they reaching out to us? I was just talking to Garrett in between our recordings here about a buddy of mine who reached out about his property because he's curious. He's kind of wants to know what it's worth because if it's worth a certain amount, he would want to sell it to go invest that money into building something new. And I'm not an actively part practicing real estate agent. I have my license. I share my postcards with my people here because I like to eat my own cooking. And he said, Jesse and I talked and said, we should call you because you're the expert and we trust you. But we have a relationship outside of real estate. Our relationship is mostly the gym. I use him for my HVAC. We talk about other things. When we see each other, we have a good time hanging out and we show up in a certain way that has built that trust where how many other real estate agents are around here that he probably knows who should know him because he runs a local business, but he called me, which I found fascinating. Well, here's the cool thing. He called you and the trust level is that you're actually going to connect him with the good realtor that's going to be able to help him out with this. Like that, that's someone whom I trust. Who you trust. Yeah. He's like, I trust the people that Matt would put trust and confidence into. Like, and I think this is this interesting element because I I have coached a lot of people over the years that are running stupid referral-based businesses. And I always love it when we'll have a conversation. They're like, do you think I need to have a, a, a well-built listing presentation? And I'm like, you don't have a <laughs> listing presentation? Like, how did we get this far? And they're like, well, I've, I never have to do them. Like, you know, I, my, my friends call me and they're like, hey, can you list my property? And I'm like, yeah. And then I bring a listing contract over and we sign it. And like, well, I don't really, I just, I do my, I get the property listed and I get it sold and we move along and they refer their friends to me. And their friends are like, I was told I'm supposed to work with you because Matt said... You're the guy we work with. Yeah. And again, there's this there's this voice in their head saying, I hear all this stuff about you have to have a professional listing presentation. You have to have pre-listing packets. And as you started off with earlier, Frost will override all this stuff. All the time. All the time. It's interesting. I see it happen. So there's a, a, a group of people who meet in the mornings. I think I've talked about this before. This started on Clubhouse years ago when Clubhouse was actually cool for a hot moment. <laughs> Sandy McMaster encouraged me. She's like, we should start a little morning chat. And we did, right? And we ran it five days a week for a long time. Now it's it's actually still goes on five days a week on on the Discord, which drop a message in Facebook. I can link everybody out to it if you want to be a part. It's 6.30 a.m. Anyway, this group of six, seven, eight people were consistent at showing up multiple days a week to talk to each other, just to like share some gratitude and chat. Like that was it. There was no like, hey, we're going to, work on these things or do accountability. Like we're just going to show up, share some gratitude, chat with each other for a bit and go off on our day. And for years they have been consistent with it. And what's crazy is like, I don't think they all know really well detailed of like what type of presentations they have, what type of marketing they do or anything like that, or what their stats are, how many closings they have. But the amount of referrals that go along in that little group there, or when somebody says, hey, I need an agent in you know, the DC area or Charlotte or Colorado or Alabama, or like it is, oh, this person, this person, this person, they are actively out there saying, go to this person because the trust from just showing up and being in each other's world and being on group texts and stuff is so strong. And I look at that and I go, Garrett, the first element to build trust is you just got, you got to show up. Start there. Show up for the people. You got to show up. You got to be consistent. You got to. It's funny you brought up the Discord and you brought up the, these groups because I mean I've watched it with Ninja where people are just like I just I want a Ninja in a different marketplace and I'm like 
in back of my mind, I'm like, you don't even know what their commitment to Ninja is. Right. Like, and I love, I love it. I love that there's that trust and that level of look. If they follow Ninja, if they've been doing Ninja installation, like that's my agent. That's who I'm working with. And it's it's incredible how trust can be earned by association with groups. By there's people that sometimes and they'll just say like, or do they go to church? And if they go to church, I trust them. That that's a baseline for them. I'm a believer. If you, uh, you if you drive a Porsche, no, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but there's like these different elements of like, oh, you race cars. Like, I've got a I've got a relationship with you automatically where we can talk and we can share stories and we can have a confidence level with each other that I'm like, oh, I get you, you get me. Trust can be earned really fast in a lot of different areas. But I bet even on your racing team, right, or the people you race with, there's. You know, everybody has a, a trust level that's positive, but then you look at, okay, the difference in like, if you had to give the keys to one guy for the last lap to catch up, like, you know who that's, who you're giving it to. And it could be performance-based or it could be like, I trust the way this guy drives, right? Like, you know that guy on your team, right? And you don't have to say who it is because we don't need to embarrass everybody else. But. Well, they give the keys to me, and that's that's what. Yeah. <laughs> 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 also, the know guy. the car may not come back in one piece. They're always like, okay, like in my, <laughs> but it is the last lap. Like, go out. And <laughs> but yeah, I will say, like with the, with the the league that we race in, it's really interesting because like there's an unspoken thing of 135 teams are sitting here in the pits in the paddocks, and there's an unspoken word that if you need anything to help your car, everybody here will help you. And they will go out of their way. And there's been times that I've needed to borrow a tool and I will go to one pit and all of a sudden there's 10 people roaming around the pits looking for, I didn't ask them to do it, but they're like, you know what? We're going to help out that team over there. They're, there's no win in it for them other than making sure they've got someone to go and have fun and race with that on the racetracks. So they want to get your car back out there so we can have fun doing what we're all doing. We have these areas that we build this trust around. And so whether it's 24 hours of lemon, which is what I do on the for fun on the side, whether it's ninja, whether it's a church you belong to, like all these things build trust, but then there's you. I want to go back. Yeah, I want to go back to the the your your racing analogy for a second here because I know a lot of realtors, they can all sell my house, right? That's the view that a lot of people have. What's going to have me choose one realtor over another in terms of trust? What's going to have you choose one pit crew over the next? Now it might take you going through a few, but I'm sure you even know like, oh, I've seen that team a lot. They've helped me out before. We've chatted outside of these races. If I need a tool, I'm going to them first, right? Oh, 100% because you all you have to do is walk over and go like, hey guys, we're run CRV and they go, we love you guys or we will go to them and they'll come over and say, hey, we are... And we're like, we love racing with you guys on the track. You're so considerate. You never put us in bad positions. What do you guys need? Where there's other teams that will come over. And there's one team, I cannot mention even the name of their car because it's so absolutely inappropriate that everybody's going to be like, what is this thing called 24 Hours of Lemons? But like, if they were to come over to us, there's a very good chance we might go like, yeah, we're, we're all out of those. <laughs> <laughs> but this goes back to your trust level. I don't even know them. I haven't met them. But their actions and what I've seen and how they portray themselves out there has made me go, I don't need to know anymore. I'm good. I'm out. And I think we run into this a lot with, and I'm going to put a lot on the table here for a second, but like you as a realtor, how does your company show up? 
in the marketplace, in the area that you're working in, do they give to the community? Like I remember the the company that I worked with, and I'll, I mean, I worked with Windermere in Grants Pass, Oregon is where I had my license. And one of the things that Windermere was known for in our town more than anything was giving back to the community. We have the community days, Windermere still does it. And I'm not telling everybody to go work for Windermere. This was my experience of when I was there. We did a thing called Paint Your Heart Out, where we went and picked homes all over the valley. And us as realtors would hit that home for two days. And it was usually somebody that was financially unable to fix the house up. They were having some sort of health crisis or they had to apply to the Paint Your Heart Out program. And these homes that were massive distress, just paint falling off of them. We would run in and paint these homes and bring them up to make the beautify the neighborhood and everything and save these people from a house that was in disarray. I love that. And I also loved how when I would go and do a listing presentation or work with somebody, the community knew what we gave back. And it put me on a higher level just by being part of that group. And I think we need to look at it as we build trust with our people. You got to look at all aspects of what you're bringing to the table. Everything that you associate with has to represent you in a good way out there if you're going to build trust with the masses. Mm-hmm. And when you put out weird stuff or weird posts or weird, you know, we got social media, I think can work in people's favor. It also can tear people down. Yeah. All these things are, are parts of building trust. And we sometimes don't give it credit for how important it is for us to be successful, successful, especially in a relationship business. It is like the key factor in a relationship business. And, you know, even when you get into deals, like it could be the key factor in a deal going through. I mean, I've experienced it. and I know everybody listening has experienced it where you have a seller and a buyer and you, they're just like, I don't trust the buyer. I don't trust the seller. Right. And some of those deals we, we shepherd through, we get them through, we get to the closing table. But the tough ones are where someone's like, I just don't trust that person. And now that's going the negative side of it, right? We're really talking about how do you just go from, yeah, I trust you to, I trust you more than this person. And you had said, Garrett, about the teams and stuff. It's the way they show up. It's the way they communicate. It's the way they do this. And then you brought up social media too. I was thinking about that as well. And and we're not saying you need to go be somebody who you're not. In fact, I would go the other way and say, you need to be exactly who you are, but you may want to take a look at who are you? Right. Be, be more of who you are. Yeah. And am I being the person that I want to be? Am I really showing up in the way that I am that in my mind or am I showing up in different ways? And am I am I being combative on social media or am I being supportive? And there's a difference between being conflicting and having disagreements and because it gets into the whole political thing of that, like that's just in my head on social. And it's fine. You can talk about this stuff, but it's how are you doing it garners respect and trust. And because when we're talking about real estate, the trust factor there needs to be, I trust this person to do their best to show up and sell my house or to help me find a house. It doesn't mean that you have to trust them to vote for the person you want to vote for necessarily or something else. It's how are we showing up to build that professional trust where you know that, or I, they know that you're the one that's going to get the job done for them. You know, it's it's interesting as we're kind of going down this path even farther. I think a lot of people try to build trust with people by going out and being a part of something, being a part. And mm-hmm. this is where it's like, be, be you. And this is where you were going, Matt, that I really liked is be you, be a lot of you and and own who you are. And the beauty of this huge 
world we live on is that there's a lot of people out here. And there are people that will resonate with who you are. But so often we try to be somebody else. We, we are a person we put on at work and then we go home and we are a different person sometimes. There is elements that we got to show up a certain way to put on a persona. And I watch people that are like, I have to live in this certain neighborhood and I've got to do this certain thing if I'm going to sell that certain level of house. And they're stressing them out, buying a certain home that's not really who they are, just trying to be this agent over here for this way. And it's like, is that really truly who you are? And that that's a, a, a break in your authenticity of really who you are. People can see that from a mile away. And I, I know some really successful agents that they have actually done things that I'm like, oh, I'd be careful. <laughs> like that is, it's going to like, you can cause waves. You're going to have people that don't agree with you. They're going to look at you in a light that they're like, that is not the person I want to associate with. And I've always been amazed that they stay true to who they are. They wear their flag on their back very, very, very proudly. And what happens is, is all of a sudden, those their group goes, that's my person. I'm in. I trust them. They're outspoken. They share and say exactly what's on their mind and who they are. And people go and run them. And I don't care what that flag is that you're flying. It might be the most powerful, positive thing. It might be the most negative thing. But if you're true to yourself, you will attract in people that are like you, that have the same thoughts, same ideas. And I just, I think that's a huge part of that trust level that has to be built as you grow your database, as you build a referral-based network. Be true to you. It's a huge part that's overlooked or not taken seriously enough. It definitely is. And I think what's the other element of trust is we'll say, okay, well, okay, I, I can do all those things. But now now we're also talking about, well, how do I build trust with, with new people or clients or people that I'm not going to have frequency with? And frequency helps. And it, and it is important, but it's also not everything. I think there's a lot of people who, and you all know who those clients are, who you maybe talk to them once a year when you do the real estate review or maybe you haven't talked to them, but you left such a lasting impression and they're receiving marketing from you that is trustworthy where they look at you as the person that they trust. And that comes down to how did you show up in that moment, right? Yeah. And this is why from a referral aspect and pulling in new business from the people that you've done business with is when you show up into a deal with somebody, when you show up to run a process, make sure you're showing up in a way that is just outrageously authentic for one, but also you really are putting their care and concern first Yep. and you're guiding them through these things and you're being honest and open and everything with them because they're going to be like, that's because here's the cool thing in real estate, because we can't go back. Like I said, I can't go back and say like, well, how would have Garrett done selling my house? Well, let's say Garrett, you were the person that sold my house. I can't go back and say what it would have been like with Sally selling my house. If I had an, an incredible experience with you, Garrett, that's my knowledge, right? That's now ingrained. I'm like, yeah, if I was going to sell again, I would totally trust Garrett to do it because he did an exceptional job and he was just so great to work with. He understood my emotions. He understood the struggles, the challenges, what was going through my head because he asked questions and did these things. So the trust level is there. So now it's, of course, I'm hiring Garrett. And if somebody asks for a realtor, I'm going to recommend Garrett. Now, in Ninja, we talk about developing the unsolicited referrals where people are referring people to you without somebody asking them. But that's like the baseline. And if you perform well in the business, you can have these hundreds of trustworthy relationships out there that maybe aren't as frequent as your tight relationships, but they're still there. 
Well, it's interesting too, Matt, if you look at like the 10-step buyer's process and the Sweet 16 listing presentation that we talk about in Ninja all the time, the first part of that, which is funny where a lot of people skip it because they're like, oh, these people, they're in a hurry. They got this, they got to do, they got this, they got to do. They just want the numbers. They, they want to know what their home's going to be worth. They want to know what my process is and how I'm going to market it and all that stuff. That first part of both those processes is actually the gaining of trust. And it's funny, again, it is the number one piece that people skip by, blow over, because they just want to be the good realtor. And I'm going to encourage all of you as you're looking forward here and you're building your business in 2024, anything you can do to improve your trust that you have with the people that you're working with, you don't want to skip it. You want to lean into it. You want to develop it even more. Forward phone calls, calling people and asking them about their family, their occupation, recreation, and dreams, that's all trust building stuff that is showing care and concern for the important things that they've got going on in their life. When you find pain or pleasure in people's lives, this is your opportunity to be like, how can I increase the pleasure or decrease the pain in their life? And you having that care and concern and taking care of them and introducing them to somebody or a thing or product or whatever it might be, whether it's real estate or not, that increases pleasure or decreases pain, that builds a level of trust where they go, I don't know what it is about Garrett, but that is the nicest person. Or I don't know what it is about Matt. He's the nicest guy. He's always doing these things that just take care of us and make our world better. And I love having him in our space. Everything about Ninja, when you look at those systems, the handwritten notes, the lunches, all this stuff, this is all trust building pieces that we sometimes take so lightly or maybe even disingenuine because the whole thing, we're looking at all these systems going, how is this going to unlock business? How is this going to unlock business? It unlocks the business because of the trust you build. <laughs> and then you have the things that show that you're really great at what you do. Then when it comes down to the real estate, and this is why, Matt, you're, this topic, which I am totally throwing your direction because I remember you bringing this up, is so incredibly important. And it's also just because of so many different sales trainings out there that people have been bombarded with for so many years that aren't built on trust, they're built on sales techniques, closing techniques, how fast can I get them to say yes, ABC, whatever you want to be doing. Like this Ninja is so different because of this. And you, you got to embrace this side of the system because it makes the whole thing come to life. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that that is it right there. And Two things. One, if you have the trust there too, it's going to make the deals so much easier. There's going to be less commission negotiations. There's going to be less challenges because the trust is there. The other thing is you don't necessarily need a special system to go build trust. You all know inherently how to build trust because you trust people in your own life. So if you just lean into it and think about it, because people are like, well, how do I, and now tactically, how do I go build trust? Well, there's the Ninja Nine and all these things that you can do. But just ask yourself, who do I trust? Why do I trust them? Let me learn from that for myself so that I can go deploy that in my relationships. Gary, you brought up all these different systems. The best thing about the book, The Full Fee Agent, for me anyway, was Steve going through this realization. He's like, for 25 years, I've been coaching every script, every this, every that, and it is trash. I'm throwing it all away because, yeah, maybe those things can work for those moments where there is somebody they don't trust. He's like, but if you don't have that element, if you're not going in with that, it's like nothing matters. Um, so I thought that was cool, man. And, and I appreciate you. I'm going to give it to you. I think originally you put this on the list months ago. 
So I think we did. Appreciate. I was just sitting here going, this was a total mutual, <laughs> like uh, we came out of the right moment where I'm like, I think we should. And you're like, yeah, we should. So thanks for going down this, man. I mean, awesome. Awesome. I mean, dude, again, another topic that's passionate about talking about, and this was fun. Well, I appreciate everybody being on this journey with us and, uh, and tuning in to hear Matt and I just throw thoughts back and forth to each other. And, and again, super, super fun for me, man. I, again, I enjoy doing this, these podcasts and these episodes with you so much. And I, and the feedback that I hear from all of you, uh, as I've said before, but the people that have reached out and said, thank you. I it really, it's why Matt and I do this. We love it. And, uh, it means a lot that you've taken the time to tell us that it means something to you. So thank you. And if, you want to uh, build us up even more uh, just to maybe, uh, have some fun with this. If we've had you um, share where you listen to the podcast, I would love it if, if you want to post in the actual community what the podcast has done for you. We've been doing this now for five years. And I would love to hear from you how you use this podcast in your world, how you use these elements of these episodes, because we have owners that use these in their sales meetings. We have agents that this is how they start there and, and realtors out there that this is how they start their day. We have a lot of people that aren't realtors. Now, and we have a lot of people that listen to this with their kids, and which blows me away. And I love that even more. I'd love to hear from you. So if you want to share that in the community after listening to this episode, I'd love it if you wanted to share that. Love that. With that being said, if you want to go get involved with the community, go on to Facebook, the Ninja Selling Podcast community. Uh, if you're not a member of that, join us. We've got a, a tremendous amount of people in there, a lot of great energy. And uh, if you want to check out coaching and what Matt and I do pretty much all day, every day, well, not every, all day, every day. We do a lot of it with a lot of different people around the United States, around the world. Go check that out at Ninja Selling. You can click on coaching or you can just search ninjacoaching.com and you'll find us. We've got a ton of great coaches. We'd love to help you with their business and get you where you want to go and the dreams that you've put on the table. And also when we talk about trust, these are some of the people that I trust the most in my world. That's why I've brought them into my world. And uh, I have my trust in them that they can take you where you want to go. And I don't say that lightly. So um, thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Matt. And uh, have a great day. Appreciate you, man. And everyone listening. Thanks so much. We'll see you on the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.